0: After school, the shoe podcast. After school, the shoe podcast. After school, the
1: shoe podcast. After school, the shoe podcast. Last time on ass, the boys talked about Ninja Turtles. This is how the conversation went.
2: Oh my God. As soon as I walked out of my mom's vagina,
1: I was, I had a comic book in my hand.
2: Dude, I had Ninja Turtle birthday parties. Yep. Me too. I had, dude, I had Ninja Turtle birthday sheet cake. I was like, first thing, let's bury me in a crypt with my toys like an Egyptian. Oh, hell she no. Like, no. <laughs> no. She was like, no, I don't think your insurance will allow
0: that. So.
1: Today, we are talking about the movies. And since we kind of touched on the comics and their upbringing and then into the cartoons, we're going to touch on the movies, really focusing on the first three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ewes, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 turtles in time and then you know focus on the other shit teenage mutant ninja turtles and teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadow and then tmnt yeah. fuck those movies yep. uh, i think we can all agree on that
2: i'm looking right now to give us the credit so this movie came out in 1990 it's classified as a martial arts superhero film based on the fictional superhero team of the same name
1: you know they uh, all came out in march all three
2: i didn't know that no yep. i did here's the funny part the movie is only starring Judith Hoag, who played April O'Neill, and Elias Cotis, who played Casey Jones. Those are the only two credits that are mentioned. At oh, the really? Beginning. Yeah, they don't mention none of the. You know, I noticed that like with people who play in costume, they don't get any credit. They did the same thing with Andy Serkis, uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of well, Lord of the Rings and Kong. He never got an award for that.
1: I forgot that he did Kong. Uh, actually, A, my brother was, was of one They kind
2: of
3: treat one. them like mask. Those actors like mascots. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Movie.
2: They they really don't like that's acting. But you know, I, oh, Andy Serkis
1: deserves an Oscar. Like absolutely, man. Like,
2: did you? He also did Caesar and all the. Planet of the Apes. apes, Yep. Like that guy deserves an award, and it's fucked up that he doesn't get it. But anyway, so despite mixed reviews, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles became the highest-grossing independent film up at that time, surpassed only by y'all want to take a guess? Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah.
3: That's because I did.
2: (laughs) There you go. Uh, (laughs) The ninth highest-grossing film worldwide and highest grossing film in the series until the 2014 reboot. It was followed by three sequels, one of which is an animation in CGI. So let's talk about the cast. The voice cast was Leonardo was Brian Tochi. Is this the, the first movie or? The first movie. First movie, okay. Yep, Toshi is also known for Toshiro takashi from revenge of the nerds he was in that Uh, oh really yeah and oh no uh, shit and he was also cadet and later lieutenant tomoko nagata from the third and fourth police academy films
1: yep and he voiced
2: leonardo in the first three live action movies
1: and he also did i brought this up last time he also did nope i'm thinking of something i'm thinking about the cartoon again Never mind. Keep going. Yeah.
2: yeah. So he did that. He also, 61 now, lives in L.A. He's actually retired now. Corey Feldman was Donatella. We all know Corey Feldman. Mouth from the Goonies. Also one of the Frog Brothers from the Lost Lost Boys.
1: Boys. Also a potential victim of uh, pedophilia.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> what? It's true. That's like yeah. his claim to fame now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the next one is uh... <laughs> I'm the loose cannon. You guys got to keep up. <laughs> Josh. Josh Payas. Payas. He's an acting coach. He was the voice of Raphael. He his only real famous role is Ralph from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He played on Sex in the City, Screen Three, Law and Order: Special Victims Unit, Phone Booth. That's just a couple. Movies here. He was in Joker. That was his latest claim. He played Hoyt Vaughn. I don't know who that is, but he was Hmm. in Joker.
3: It's not that older bald guy that got jacked up by the Joker, was it?
2: The fat older bald guy?
3: No, that wasn't. I don't think that was him.
1: No, he, because he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was also in True Detective. But I think he yes. was recently kind of brought into the Hollywood fold, I guess. But like within the past decade. Well, He's actually in even 20 show years. show
2: called yeah. Barry. Yep. Yes. And
1: Which he was excellent in.
2: Robbie Riss. Yes. And Robbie Riss played Michelangelo. As I said before, Robbie Riss was cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch and Martin in Grady. Riss is also known for voicing a lot of characters in television shows such as Stuffy. The Overly Proud Jag and and Doc McStuffins. I'm like, no shit! (laughs) That's him, dude. Uh, Wiz in Kid Video. He uh, star in Balto. Moroda in Final Fantasy X. uh, Choji Akamichi in Naruto. And Michelangelo in 1990 film Ninja Ninja Turtles. Additionally, he and director Anthony C. Ferrant provided music. For Sharknado in the theme song for the Sharknado franchise. There Hell, we go. So he's rich as fuck. He's living yeah. off those. Oh, no, sis. So he was in Grady, which was a spin-off of Sanford and Son. It didn't last that long. So that's cool. And there you go. <laughs> I don't know why that made me. Yeah, that. so other actors who are in this movie, James Sato, who played Oroku Saki. There was Toshiro Obata, who played Tatsu. Ninjas vanish. (laughs) 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 Sam Rockwell as the head thug and Skeet Ulrich and Scott Wolf appear as unnamed members of the Foot Clan. Really? Skeet Ulrich? Yeah. Oh. All right. So Splinter, do you guys know who voiced him? No. Kevin Clash, the voice of Elmo.
3: Elmo likes friends that come to visit.
2: Played Elmo for a while till he got caught up. That's fantastic. So he was also
3: never look at Elmo. I
2: know, man, a six foot black dude that's playing a three foot red puppet. Who would have thought? (laughs) And then on top of that, he was Baby Sinclair on the Dinosaurs. Oh, get out of here! That
1: actually that makes sense. But just like now, I'm thinking Elmo, and then uh, Baby Sinclair. Mm -hmm. So
2: Tatsu was played by one actor, but he was voiced by another actor. He was voiced by Michael McConaughey. So I guess. Because dude couldn't speak English. They were like, hey, we'll just dub his voice.
3: <laughs> they dubbed his voice in
2: the In, the, in the, movie. the movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. So the puppeteers were different people. I don't want to go through all of them, but Kino, who's in the sequel, Ernie Reyes Jr., was actually Donatello for the martial arts stunts in the first movie. Oh, yep.
3: and he later on like got his own movie. Uh, wasn't it called Surf Ninjas? Yeah, Dude, Surf that Ninjas. That no, movie I, was yeah. fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, you know what well, I played I the video it. game too, man. I was obsessed there with it. There was that. a video yeah. game for that shit? Oh, fuck yeah. What's funny about that is Surf Ninjas. Wasn't (laughs) that Leslie Nielsen as the villain? Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) So around around that time,
2: do you guys remember around this time when ninjas was getting really popular? So three ninjas ninjas came out. Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves (laughs) Emily. (laughs) 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 You fucking punks out there don't know what that is.
3: (laughs) Wasn't that three? So it was three little like. Suburban white, yeah,
2: with a and their
3: their grandfather grandfather was uh, ancient.
2: Their grandfather was the same, the grocery store owner in fucking trimmers yep that's who their grandfather yes. was oh, and
3: john you're like imbd I'm hey dude like i fucking i know fucking that- know
2: that shit dude because I, I just hey, remember really when he got the that pepper too. shit through in his eyes and he still beat the other martial arts guy who's like this prominent white dude and i remember pretty much three ninjas was a combination of i guess what was it home alone <laughs> And, and yeah, Turtles. and Ninja Turtles, pretty much. Yeah, My whole long thing
1: long was is that like uh, I seen that old dude doing like all the flips and shit like that, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. there's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah, no fucking way.
2: So I don't want to go into all. So there was somebody who did this in stunt suits. That was that was one person, and the facial was somebody else. That was a different puppeteer. So it had to be broken down into two people. Actually three, so somebody doing the face, somebody operating the body, and then someone doing the voice. All four actors who played in-suit turtles also appeared in cameos with Damon Foreman, who was Leonardo as a gang member, Michael Sistine, Michelangelo as a pizza delivery man, Leif Tilden, Donatello as a messenger of the Foot Clan, and Josh Pais as a passenger in a taxi. Pais was the only actor to portray a turtle on screen and provide his voice so the legacy following the huge success of teenage mutant ninja turtles at the box office several films were created a year later the secret of the ooze was released and it was a commercial success in 1993 which led to teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 which was released in, in theaters to a small box office take after 14 years absent a fourth tmnt was released in 2007, though unlike the trilogy, this was a CGI animated film. Seven years later, a reboot, also titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was released in 2014. A sequel titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows was released in theater on June 2016. The image of the four heroes in the movie poster served as a continued screen of their game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. So the soundtrack is something that we need to talk about because the first soundtrack for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was Partners in Crime, which did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Turtle Power uh, uh-huh. uh, song at the end of the movie. For some reason, I thought that was Digital Underground, but boy, was I oh, really? wrong. Yeah. So and
3: well, you gotta remember that budget pretty relatively. Well, it, it was an independent too film, small, but it was pre- yeah, right. It was pretty small. Yeah. yeah. So
2: the box office. Check this out. So the budget was let's see thirteen thirteen point five million. Oh, no. They raked in two hundred and two million.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Ooh,
1: yeah. So it was one but, of uh, Jim Henson's last movies.
2: Yeah. That so movie. that yeah, it was his we, last movie. That's something we didn't talk about either. There's a picture with Henson and the four turtles it'll make your heart fucking melt like it's just (laughs) so cool because jim henson and the creature shop created pretty much a world as well i mean they've done it with well they had the muppets and then fraggle rocks and then you know sesame street but to break off oh let's not uh, let's not forget dark crystal and uh labyrinth labyrinth So for them to do the turtles the way they did, I mean, nothing beats fucking costume, dude. Like CGI, it sucks. Nothing beats costumes.
1: CGI should always be used as like something to, in a sense, elevate it, but not be like the whole thing. Yes. I think.
3: What movie in recent memory has the best CGI? In recent memory? That helped. The, Planet of the Apes
2: is pretty goddamn good. Planet Damn of gay. the Apes is pretty good, yeah. Planet of the Apes. See,
3: I've only seen one of those with Franco, James Franco. You that was see you the first one. one. That man. was
2: the one. So that. That's another trilogy that... Was it a trilogy or was there four movies?
1: Well, okay, if you want to get... Because uh, I I watched all the new ones, but I was a huge fan of the of ones the in the r- 60s. Original. The originals, yeah. yeah. Which I think there were five, if I'm not... Uh, I, I used to be able to name all of them because they had a VHS box set with all that stuff in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, like, fuck. I, I was going to say the Hobbit, fuck that shit. That was terrible. But Lord of the Rings implemented CGI... Like the same way that they did with the turtles and everything. It wasn't, it was just a part of it. It helped the landscape rather than the characters.
2: I didn't like the fact that they changed it. And I know this is probably a pity complaint, but I didn't like petty, I should say. I didn't like that they changed the dragon's body at the last minute, because when in The Hobbit, the dragon had four legs when he mm-hmm. comes and attacks the dwarves, the dwarf kingdom. Then they changed it to a more snake-like dragon because of the way the actor was moving. They said that his movements, what is his name? I can't think of it right now. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Cumbersnatch yeah he his movements made them want to change the body so i said okay whatever i was
1: already pissed off like okay so we're we're on turtles right now but like even talking about this and you'll see elements where the puppets the animatronics and everything did more for kids and for even adults and then you go to the cgi ones where everyone's just like no fuck that shit like, yeah,
2: dude, how did this get made? hundred percent because my, okay, so there's a couple scenes in the movie. I don't want to go over the full movie because if you're listening to this, you may have seen it already, but if you haven't do yourself a favor and watch it, but there is a couple scenes in the movie that are very emotional that I did not get from this new series that came out. So the first one is when Ralph gets his ass kicked on the roof, like he's beating the shit out of the foot clan. He gets his ass kicked, get thrown through the roof. That's when they have him in the tub at the farmhouse. Yeah. So everybody's coming and looking over him. And that's kind of when you're getting a breakdown of each turtle character. Then when they heal up and they go and meditate and Master Splinter appears in the flame and he's talking to them and he's talking about how you're my sons and you're stronger together. That was emotional.
0: Fuck like, yeah it I, was. I am proud of you my sons. Tonight, you have learned the final and greatest truth of the nature. That ultimate mastery comes not of the body, but of the mind. Together, there is nothing your four minds cannot accomplish. Help each other, draw on one
2: another, and always remember the true force and mind that which brought me here tonight that which i gladly return with my final words i love you all my sons Dude, fucking Splinter in that movie. I love that fucking puppet. Like that fucking Splinter was amazing. Like when Shredder came and put his fucking gauntlet to his throat. Dude, I was on the edge of my seat as a kid because I, I would. Dude, I loved that fucking Splinter. Like I was really emotionally attached to that Splinter. It
3: sound like by the crowd. Yeah, Ooh, I know. Man. dude, when they kidnapped Aww. him, when they
2: kidnapped him. And fucking Raph comes in there, and he does that heavy breathing, and then they do the fucking spin around the room, the camera pan around the room, and Raph is like, damn! Or he said, I forget what he said. What did he say? I I think he said damn. Yeah. And it goes all the way out the sewer, and that guy's walking the dog, and he's like, what the fuck is that?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. So that was... Who directed
3: this film? Oh,
2: so the director was Steve Barron. Did he direct all the
3: three in this trilogy? All No. He
2: did. So he's an English film director. He's 64. So I don't know how old he was when he did that in 1990. But he also directed...
3: 30 years ago, so 34. Yeah,
2: so, okay. So he did The Coneheads, The Adventures of Prenou... Quick math. Oh yeah, that he did the Coneheads' Adventures of, Pin- of Pinocchio, which is the one with that creepy Jonathan one? Taylor Thomas. That was so yeah. fucking creepy. Yeah, <laughs> and he also did oh, a I couple. He did a couple music videos: Billy Jean and Aha's Take on Me. Whoa! Yeah. Oh damn! Look at that with. So he's done some major stuff. Yeah, yeah, so he directed those two. He directed, no shit. shit. He didn't do the
1: other ones. Actually, there were different directors for each one of the films.
2: He directed Superman, dude. Oh, fuck. Which one? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, he didn't, no, he didn't. He was a cameraman, assistant cameraman on Superman. The one that came out. In nineteen seventy eight, the very first one. Yeah. You
3: know? So I still think Lion King has the best CGI. The new one. <laughs>
2: You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, my I kinda let out that comment like a wet part. Yeah, I watched I watched
2: so Yeah, now you we're know, showing D- it. <laughs> Disney is kind of relying way too much on CGI because I watched Yeah, I watched Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus and You know, I have a few notes, like, although it's a good movie, the time frame in which the movie is shot, I'm like, what part of fucking America is this? Because Lady in the Tramp, okay, so they it's a very diverse cast in I wanna say nineteen something Louisiana. Yeah. And I was just like, Ain't no goddamn way that this family is living in this prominent neighborhood like that. I said, I'm sorry, I would love to live in that world, but let's be real fucking listed. That was not the fucking case. I love
3: John's notes on old Disney. Films. Yo man,
2: like <laughs> you want to impress me? Do a fucking live action version of Oliver and company. Then you'll have me convinced. That was also done by Basky. Basky did that. He did the animation on that. Really? Huh. Yeah.
1: Oh, dude. I got to rewatch that then, yeah.
2: Yeah. He did that, but you want to impress me, do that. The only other movie that I thought that the CGI was really good on was Jungle Book. That was it. That was it. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, Jungle Book is good. It's pretty good. Yeah, the the CGI on that was done really well. I like John Favreau. John Favreau, like John Favreau. He did Lion King too, but I I feel like Jungle Book was put together a little bit better. Lion King, like I feel, Lion King was more of a shot for shot. But did
1: Favreau it, do Lion King?
2: He directed yeah. it. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, all right, it, they got him two. doing everything. Does that change your opinion about it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it's, it was it's all a shit night and day, <laughs> It's a night and day. It's a night and day performance. The or night and day between the two. Yeah, because in Lion King, though, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. They skipped a lot of parts. Like I wanted Scar. I wish, you know, and I know they wanted to make it a black cast. It was
3: a long ass movie. Though,
2: John. Well, yeah, it was. But I would have preferred Scar having the fucking be prepared song. I would have loved to have heard that entire song, dude. Like I, Jeffrey Irons and Jim Cummings really sold that role. So, I mean, you know, it's just. It was but Beyonce,
1: different. dude, Beyonce.
2: Yeah. <laughs> let's be cool, man. Cause the Beehive, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm telling you, don't fuck with the Beehive, man. I love no, the I'm new not. cast. I'm not. Yeah,
3: i love but, Beyonce. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I felt
3: like the heart in in the new Lion King wasn't the same as the old. Like the heart. Yeah, was it, yeah.
1: I think it's all these remakes that they're doing. There is there to me. There's no heart.
2: So anyway, let's get back to Turtles <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah. so this movie Edibles. was a game changer for for a lot of fans and for you know the turtle franchise because it really set the bar pretty high you know i mean there was a lot of ninjitsu involved in this because there's a few scenes you know the chuck off that we talked about last time when the foot clan comes to april's apartment And then they set it on fire, and they do the fight scene there. Them training at the farm, you know. Casey Jones being introduced by fighting Ralph in New York City at night, which I showed you guys today. My Ralph action figure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just remember the. I got that little dude sitting right here, dude.
2: Oh my god. Oh, look at Ralph in the. I know, man. Remember the video
3: at the arcade game where you like fight. I think Bebop and Rocksteady oh, yeah. and that burning yeah, yeah.
2: gas. Oh, man. Do you, yeah, you remember? Complex. Do you got... Love that. So, man. I sent you the other day when I was at the store. They had the stand-up version of NBA Jams. Hell,
1: yes. Dude, yeah. if
2: Costco comes out with that Ninja, Ninja Turtle Turtles game like that, I'm fucked. I'm buying it, dude. Now, I'm, <laughs> dude I'm, I have no yeah, I'm place fucked. to put it. I have no place to put it, but I'll buy it.
1: I think now just in general like the arcade games, awesome but if they came out with a ninja turtle style game that's similar to like yeah. the games that you see now like even just like assassin's creed or like yeah. uh, red dead redemption or something like that i think it would be awesome being able to travel around new york going into yeah. like sewers fighting crime oh yeah kind of like
2: a gotham kind of like a arkham knight yes ninja I, so, turtles so though. so art style arkham knight so because ninja turtles are on injustice the video yep. game adjustment. and they look fucking so awesome yeah 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 oh, so man. uh so if you do if you get those turtles in a arkham style new york where they're going undercover they're hiding in the shadows and they're fighting the foot fuck yeah dude i would i would definitely want to play that they just re-released battletoads did, did you guys yep. see that yes on,
3: on what though
2: uh battletoads is i don't know what platform it's would it on. be on the switch well i don't know I'm play- I have a switch, dude. I, I yeah yeah, too? yeah. I've been playing I'm a Pokemon fan, so I'm an know. Xbox
1: guy. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 you have Xbox? Huh?
2: I got Damn, Xbox too. I play I play on air Overwatch and Kingdom Hearts. Like- oh shit.
1: I just play dude. Red Dead Redemption all day long. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, let's go over to the next one. Wait, like, can I
1: touch on a little bit on the secret of the use?
2: By all means. Um
1: but- Toka and Razar are-, are like some of the main villains along with Shredder is back. Uh, he survived getting crushed by a fucking, you know, garbage truck.
2: Who would have thunk?
1: <laughs> 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 and, but they could not get Bebop and Rocksteady because you had mentioned it too, Jonathan, I think last episode or maybe the episode before that, where Tokan Razar were basically Bebop and Rocksteady. It was a snapping turtle and a dog turned like mutagen like a wolf and let's see that was directed by michael pressman and todd w langan was one of the screenwriters he also was a screenwriter for teenage mutant ninja turtles and then the producers for the most part thomas gray and kim dawson well kim dawson and david chan were on the first well all of the three and then uh kind of went from there but i remember this one so much with the beginning like we already we all know that pizza sales went through the fucking roof during this time in the early 90s
3: and obesity rates
1: yeah Um, yeah yeah
3: maybe (laughs) diabetes if you have
1: type 2 diabetes like i have you're confronted with choices that's what ninja turtles are all about pepsi and pizza diabetes but like my whole thing was did anyone so when i watch certain shows in movies i look at the food because on the inside i'm a fat kid New York style pizza is, you can't get a, there's one place here that you can kind of get a New York slice and it's pizza connection, but you have to get the whole fucking pizza and then it's just like, it it doesn't taste like a New York slice. Uh,
2: May I say something about that back in the nineties, back in the nineties. And (laughs) so in Detroit, in Detroit, back in the nineties, there was a CEO or a franchise owner who went by the name of Levan Hawkins.
3: You remember him for hundreds of Burger King restaurants he owned. You should also remember him for all the Pizza Hut restaurants he owned. Let's not forget one of Detroit's hottest restaurants, Sweet Georgia Browns. And now he's
2: back. Detroit, Levan Hawkins, back with a new concept. Crispy, crunchy, fried chicken. And during his reign, he had a Pizza Hut. That had New York style pizza and the P zone. Not a puzzle. The puzzle. The it's crusty and lusty. And for those who are listening, you know who the fuck Levan Hawkins was. Levan Hawkins was like a precursor to Kwame Kilpatrick. So if you, they looked alike. They looked alike a little bit. <laughs> I remember yeah, so. him
3: kind of looking like Rerun. Maybe I got. You know what? Maybe I mean, I'm wrong, happy.
2: dude. I just remember a tall black dude like... like. He had a suit. <laughs> He's he a big brother. Yeah. He loved to eat. Yeah. He loved I just eat. remember Levan Hawkins. Dude, I, I just I mean remember that. Levan Hawkins just pushing Pizza Hut. And I was like, damn, dude, they got a black CEO. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like
3: <laughs> he, So in retrospect, he was probably a figurehead, right? Like that lady of that other chicken place that we know of. This is pop.
2: Oh, he's dead now. (laughs) I'm sorry, LeBan.
3: I didn't know. Aaron, I was choked on water. Was it high cholesterol? It's, inc-
2: it's crusty and lusty. So, uh, Jesus he, oh Jesus Christ! He was damn. sixty-one years old. I'm sorry, I, I was not trying to be impersonal. Rest in power. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But,
1: well, so just a talk on the second movie. With this, they saw the popularity of the first one. They didn't have as many, like, I guess, uh, what's the word? Merchandising like Star Wars did, and everything. The second movie came out. All you saw were like the teenage mutant ninja turtle toys for the movies those were specific i don't know if they were playmates but i remember collecting all of them and then along with like going to pizza hut every fucking weekend oh my god yeah Dude.
3: Remember the buffet where yeah. you to do all
1: you can eat? Oh, oh dude, geez. I was a fat... Like, no one believes me when I say, like, I was a fat kid. I fucking love pizza. I still oh, love pizza. Like, I, last <laughs> weekend, I watched Ninja Turtles. I think I watched, like, a bunch of documentaries on it. But I watched the first movie, and I got so high, I ate two whole pizzas. <laughs> large pizzas. By myself, it sounds like I'm about
2: <laughs> to cry, but I'm just—I got to. <laughs> He's <laughs> I'm <up>. so happy. <laughs> so there's Levan. You can see why yeah, I said he, he reminds me of Kwame a little bit. He reminds me of Kwame. Rerun. So, so this was in Cranes, Detroit news i've been out of pocket so fucking long so anyway you yeah according <laughs> so here, he was a chicago native he opened sweet georgia brown's restaurant in detroit sold his pizza hut franchise for 95 million controversial Damn. figures served time in prison did not know that so <laughs> yeah
1: hey he served his time <laughs>
2: yeah 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 so he had a one-time yeah. fat he was a one-time fast food franchise mogul restaurateur and controversial figure Hawkins launched an upscale southern restaurant in Greetown in 2002. Sweet Georgia Browns and sold a collection of Metro Detroit Pizza Hut locations in 2003 for more than 95 million. He was also known as a Detroit job provider and served an 18-month stint in prison. So I don't know why he did the prison stuff, but join us again on our food episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we do- can we do one of those? Oh yeah. like the I would best love to
2: food do in movies. Yeah. Like preserving- I think so I already. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so to get back on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So the whole story is,
2: is more or less they
1: find the. I'm trying to remember, actually, the mutagen. There's the doctor that's involved. That kind of. C R.
2: I is yep. the name of the mutagen. And Splinter had the canister. And he had been holding it the entire time, the broken canister. Mm-hmm. And Donnie was having like a uh, crisis crisis. Like, trying to figure out what their purpose was and why they were there. Yeah. And that's why him and the professor got along so well. Because they he could not understand. Like, he he thought they were created for a reason, but it was just a mistake. You know? Like, it was by accident. A, a accident. A canister got lost. So,
1: And then yeah. we jump on to, as they're battling Toka and Razar, I believe this is when we'll do, like, a little bit of a soundtrack part, but Vanilla Ice...
0: Go ninja, go ninja, go! Go ninja, go
3: ninja, go! Go ninja, go ninja, go! Go, 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 go!
2: Yes.
1: yes, comes in
2: <laughs>
1: at his popularity, <laughs> yeah. which did not last actually very long. I think it only no. lasted maybe a year.
2: Yeah, because right after that, he had that run-in with Shook Knight, and that's when... Yeah, yeah, Didn't he like so. almost throw him out of a building? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. And one other thing I'd like to say, any artist out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star, don't want to, want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be... All in the video, all on the record, dancing, come to Death Rock. God damn it. Can I believe we just changed the name of the podcast to allegedly because allegedly. we always bring up these controversial.
3: <laughs> the story of my life, allegedly. Allegedly,
2: so allegedly, said rapper was hung over the balcony by uh, an alleged mogul over a beat that allegedly sounded like another alleged beat. And oh jeez! That is our true story corner.
3: Well, allegedly, said mogul just basically made alleged rappers sign over the rights to a very popular. Your allegedly. Song. Yeah. Allegedly, had, allegedly yeah. had nothing to do with it. I don't want to piss but... off
1: Suge Knight. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh hell
2: no. I, allegedly. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make college payments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so then we also get after the whole scene where they're fighting and ninja rap comes on. Yes, which I'm sure was an <coughs> original song by yeah. Vanilla Ice mm-hmm. and no one you know no one them copied on him that. on that. And then we were introduced Van to... Van Winkle? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> we have to think about that. Van Winkle? Uh, yeah. Rob Van Winkle. Yeah, Rob I think Van- so. So, think about the concept here. The Turtles are in the arena fighting Token and Raza. Well, it's not an arena. It's a construction site, I think. It's not a... It's like an abandoned warehouse where they're
1: having like a club, but yeah, then there's so, a dock outside.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So So, let's just put ourselves in the producers and writers mindset. It
3: turned into like a boathouse. Yeah, Yeah, so they end
2: up fighting. They get knocked through the wall. They end up fighting where the two ponytailed managers are arguing over calling the police or not calling the police. And on top of that, you gotta keep in mind that Vanilla Ice is performing and he sees all this and he's hit with the bug. Like a trooper. Like a trooper. trooper. He stops and he's like, yo, we can come up with a rap for this. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? God. Ninja ninja rap like
3: I wonder totally freestyle yeah, on the spot, yep. spot oh like Have you ever heard the that greatest,
1: man talk? I'm surprised the, he can even like either put like any type of sentence together the, the greatest
3: way that he talks of all time. Yo so <laughs> you, you leave my man alone. <laughs> did you did, he
2: does construction too, Best right? Rapper Doesn't He have ever. like a construction company. Well, or right
1: something? now, I don't know yeah. if he does anymore. I know he was he redoes houses, I think. Yeah, cuz
2: he was on H G- GTV, H- yeah, GTV or something HGTV. I remember that. That was like his big thing. And he, now he does a rock version of ice ice baby like a heavy metal version of. okay was.
1: that was pretty good yeah. well like when i was in the rap rock phase for a little bit <laughs> listening to corn yep that was me didn't yeah, shower and had like this is at uh, the
2: early 2000s yep, you will yeah. never
1: see a fucking picture of that no one will yeah,
2: i <laughs> sure we can unearth something you know who else does heavy metal that i didn't know about ice tea ice tea oh, oh hell metal. yeah for a long time yeah. Dude, like long it's time. good I mean, don't get me wrong, yes, it, it is. is good, dude. Like Ice T it's wow. Like Coca-Cola. that guy still has it. The name of the band is body count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's my shit, man. Yeah, man, that dude is fucking awesome. But talented, but
3: you know? but not like vanilla ice. No,
2: no, no. So back to ice. So he came up with this on the spot. And then let's keep in mind, guys, that on stage, the key to knocking Shredder. Out of the clubhouse was a keytar. Oh, full blast. Remember that? Like, yeah. they turn up the volume and they use the keytar.
1: Holy shit. Because Shredder had that, that girl.
2: Because Shredder has that go- girl that was with the Hype Boy. Like, the Hype Boy was like, I love this club. <laughs> and he had that girl with him. And he's like, that look at those me. costumes. I love this club. And he's like, <laughs> he's dancing like. Dude, the 90s, you could wear shit. That would have been me at the club. So he, Hell yeah. So they're there dancing, and then the turtles go up on stage, and she turns into an instant, an instant groupie and follows the turtles up on stage, where she gets kidnapped by Shredder. And that's when, you know, Kino comes in, he knocks the stuff out of the ooze out of his hands. Shredder gets knocked out, and Shredder gets boom, hit out. And then they're like, hey, Kawabunga cowabunga and then it ends with the peer coming, and we're introduced to Super Super Shredder, Shredder. who is played by Kevin Nash. Nash? Oh, really?
3: Oh, it it is Kevin Kevin Nash. Nash. That was right up, that was right out of my ass. I'm sorry, I (laughs) I had no idea. What? shredder wow. you're I'm... gonna kill us all so be it <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good yeah, i what do... ages were we when this came out like six or seven uh, 1980... uh it came out
1: 191 1991 yeah. is when it came out so we might have been well, in like
3: first one 90 yeah so i was sick we were sick
2: yeah dude i, yeah. I you know what i really liked every april Except for Megan Fox. Like, I liked all the Aprils. Like, Paige Tirico, I liked her. I, I liked her because she seemed a little more spicy. You know, like, she was a little more, like... Judith Hogue was cute, but Paige Tariko seemed a little more like like Naughty Girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sorry. That's just how I felt when I saw her. She was just... Amazing.
3: Even as a kid, you, you felt that. Oh, 100%, way.
2: dude. Like, when I saw her, I was like, why is she not in the jumpsuit? Like, I would have loved to see her in the... Yeah. Yeah. There's a, you know, there's a uh, porn star called April O'Neill, and she wears oh, the jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh, damn. And
1: worth- she gets fucked by turtles?
2: Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I just know that because I remember, oh, I just know that. I just so happen that to know buddy? that because I looked up. When you look it up, April O'Neill, they're like, are you looking for the turtle character or the porn star? And (laughs) And I was like, well, let me go down this rabbit hole. (laughs) Google. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes to the Comic-Cons in the outfit, and she has the microphone and the turtle backpack. Oh, the real act,
3: not the porn act.
1: So to keep moving forward, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 turtles in time this was also what is it revolves over the plot revolves around the sacred sands of time i remember the villain being some fucking white like so traveler almost like a magellan yeah like he yeah was a colonizer a,
2: he, pretty much a colonizer who had a bird and you know it was one of those things where the not the emperor but he wasn't an emperor was he an emperor? No, he couldn't have been an emperor.
1: I don't think what? he was an emperor. I think he was just maybe a like part of some almost like not a not a Mongol, but like dynasty. Mm-hmm. A, he was a part of some family dynasty. It made it seem like he was an emperor.
2: So he, because I remember Leonardo cut his top knot off. Yeah, that's the funny part that I remember. <laughs> also, that was the part when the first time in the Turtle movies where you saw the turtles stick their heads in their shells because they get cannonballs get ready to launch at them and the turtles duck their <laughs> oh, heads I mean, in their yeah. shells and they're yeah. like, you, you miss me? And the guy <laughs> like, ah, very clever. Very clever. Okay, <laughs> let me
1: take 50 minutes to reload this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah. so, Frank Welker was token Raza. I didn't know that. So.
1: Oh, really? Oh, so with the turtles in time, the the device that basically takes them back in time, which is like a lantern, I guess. I used to, when I was a kid, maybe it was just me being autistic or whatever. I grabbed, what is it, a tiki torch, thinking that that's what it was. And I would get so excited, so I had my mom buy a tiki torch, she's like, what? The fuck is wrong with oh, you? Man. Oh, Aaron! And I'm like, I well, some... I'm i ni- I'm a ninja total oh. That's exactly he how it's so lower. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. He was a lord. <laughs> <laughs> he was a lord. Okay. <laughs> so, lord,
2: lord, nori, lord, nori, naga. Ah, okay. How could you forget that? I, I hold myself accountable.
1: So the the one thing fucking that fucking I did man. not like about this movie because it's not my favorite, but. So when the colonizer gets hit off or whatever, yeah, the the yeah. Thing, and he just falls like yeah. you can see him falling, yeah. you can see that it's a green screen. Yeah. He just like disappears into the water. Oh, dude!
2: And My I'm just goodness. like, oh come on. <laughs> That's back when I was, and you know what, man? I was so engulfed in that movie because I was just like, wow, that was amazing. You yeah. know, like. When you that go- was
3: your favorite Turtles movie up to. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I was just saying I was engulfed in it because that was the movie in which April April went back in time first. She ends up getting locked up. Yep. The Turtles go back in time and they save her. April was wearing men's clothing and then she ripped it into a skirt. So oh, you like that? Yeah, and then yeah. the guy Casey oh, yeah. Jones. Casey Jones, Jones didn't go back in time. It was his ancestor. With yeah. Yep. So you know. And he kind of sold her out at some point or something like that. I forgot, but I just remember it was a lot of kite flying in that movie because they were trying to do like a lot of things that turtles wouldn't normally do like they were trying. Because they thought that they were Kappas, yep. which are demons. Uh, demons. And if you don't know what a Kappa is, a Kappa looks like a turtle, but his head is concave. And the way you trick a Kappa is by getting him to bend over and get the water Fall out whoa. of their head. So,
1: hey oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thought that was going to go a different way.
2: You, no, 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 no. Hey, now, whoa. You can join me for that type of conversation on demonology after nine. Yeah, I say, <laughs> after school special. After Nights. school special. Nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs>
1: but yeah, that's uh, for the most part. The films did pretty good. I know the third one didn't do as well as the first two. No, that
2: was fifty-four million, dude. That was
1: it. And we like we were talking. That's kind of where it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of faded out for a little bit, but then you know, like there were still video games.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, and then you had the reboot TMNT in was that it wasn't two thousand seven the CGI movie with like
2: Alec Baldwin and everybody was doing something different. So the turtles were kind of like not united mikey i remember him because mikey was doing cowabunga carl which was a he was pretending to be a birthday performer by wearing a fake turtle head and that's how he would make money for his family he would go and do cowabunga carl Mm -hmm. at these parties and i laughed so hard because that him pretending to be that, reminding me of that black dude who came to my birthday party dressed up as a Ninja Turtle. So, I was like, yo, that reminds me of that dude. So, big, huge head. I guy that
3: was driving a Volkswagen? Yeah, to yeah. To He's to like, oh,
2: I, I drove here in my pizza wagon. I was like, come on, wagon. man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, dude. I went out there looking for it and I couldn't find it. I was like, man, I don't what see it. What are you it. talking I,
1: about? That neon
0: over there? Yeah, I'm like, the, the the, the, the Hugo? You got that fucking Hugo over there?
2: So, so... Yeah, man. So but
1: see, um, you guys got lucky with that, man. Like for I think it wasn't for my birthday, but we went to like some movie store and they had like Batman was gonna be there, and it was literally some fucking forty five year old <laughs> drunk. You could smell the fucking schnapps oh. on his breath and his stomach sticking out. And I'm like, Mom, that's not oh, fucking yeah. well,
2: Batman. you try being Batman? All <laughs> yo, day. They, yeah. there's a meme yeah. out there where there's like, this is what Batman would really look like, and it's like some heavy dude. Wearing the Batman costume. And I mean, what? he's yeah, so... Yeah, he gets up.
1: off the couch. Dark Knight yeah. Rises again.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I watched the little animated series that was in between Batman Begins and Dark Knight. It was like a trilogy.
1: Beyond Batman.
2: One, yeah, yeah. And there's a... Sit, that Each one is a take on uh, what Batman was going through before Dark Knight happened. And there's one where... The kids were talking, and they're like, you're not going to... it I think the title was, You're Not Going to Believe This. And each kid is talking about what they saw when they saw Batman. One person saw a, a real Batman, like a, a bat creature. Another kid said he saw, like, a bat robot. You know, like, they're all talking it's, about how they saw
1: I remember him. which one you're talking about. It's, it's, yeah. it's all their different perceptions of what they saw when he came yeah. to either help and them... Then,
2: right and then when he shows up he's this average looking guy like he can fight really good but he's not like really muscular or doesn't have any definition he's just an average guy and he takes he beats up the villain and he leaves and he's like thanks kid and he leaves i i like that little interpretation of that so i thought that was pretty cool
1: so since we basically went over the movies that we wanted to just to touch on the cgi ones they sucked um the problem there were uh tons of problems okay. with the production Absolutely. or at least what they said the the actors thought that they their voices were going to be showcased some of them were they were promised certain things and they were overworked the guy that played Raphael is the stop motion and also did the voice yeah. there is i forgot what company it is that did the interview but he talks about how he fucking, like he doesn't like michael bay there were so many issues with this shoot the guy that originally played leo was supposed to do the voice and then and they changed his voice yeah. to johnny knoxville but then he ended up doing the voice in the second one and they were all over the place and then you have megan fox's april o'neill and for some reason you did have they did kind of like base it off of the cartoons a little bit which i thought was cool at first and then i actually saw the fucking movie and then the whitewashing mm-hmm. of shredder and they changed that pretty quick when fans found out about it yeah
2: dude it was a lot because on the website when they were talking about, I think it was Mm comicbookcbr.com. When they were talking about this is the direction they were going to go, the turtles were coming from a turtle planet. People got up in arms. Like, every fat... Nerd that was in the basement <laughs> like, "This is unacceptable! Oh, no. like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I've and I was, I, was I, was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was one of them. I was one of them. I was like, I was one of them. I was like, inconceivable. Oh, like,
1: <laughs> sacrilege.
2: <laughs> this <is> sacrilege. <laughs> so, how they were going to do it, the development, because Nickelodeon bought it. I stand by my comment. Nickelodeon should not have bought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they're under Paramount too. I think and. I think it was not a good fit. Like Nickelodeon is not the people who should have owned the turtle licensing because they don't know how to handle a product like that anyway.
1: So, um, hey, real quick, I wanted to let you know about this. You know, they're remaking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like movies. There's supposedly on February 5th, 2019, Variety revealed that Nickelodeon is developing a film adaptation. The 2018 TV series Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which is set to release on netflix the other one there is one that is supposedly being done by oh god what's his name when i laugh it sounds like it's seth rogan and uh, <laughs> a lot of people tell me that but he his production company is supposed to be doing possibly cg animated or something like that it let me see here on on june 30th 2020 it's reported that the reboot will be cg animated film with seth rogan evan goldberg producing their point gray pictures production company It will be the second animated film in the franchise following 2007 TMNT. The film will be directed by Connected co-director Jeff Lowe with a script by Neighbors screenwriter Brendan O'Ryan Nickelodeon president Brian Robbins has described the project as a next-level reinvention of the property. Then there is also, I think, the one that I just talked about. Let me see here. On June 20, 2018, reported that Paramount Pictures will once again reboot the series with Bay... Oh, fuck that.
2: No, dude. You you lost me at Bay, man. You lost me at Bay. As soon as you said Bay, I zoomed... Well, that's been two years, and we haven't heard a fucking thing, so hopefully that doesn't happen. So let's talk about this production for 2014 for a minute. Okay. So in early March 2012, Bay revealed at Nickelodeon's 2012 Unfront presentation that the film would simply be called Ninja Turtles and that the t- turtles would be from an alien race. News of Bay's creative change was met with criticism from within the fan community. So then in response to the announcement, actor Robbie Riss, who voiced Michelangelo in the first three films, wrote to Bay accusing him of sodomizing the franchise. <laughs> 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 Riss later remarked, so "You that just have have it in the
1: of, ass." <laughs> he wow.
2: said, "Riss later remarked he could have been out of line since Bay makes more money than he does." In response to the feedback, Bay issued a statement asking fans to calm down since the script had not been revealed. His team was working closely with creators and would include all elements that made them fans to begin with. So then, slowly. Bay probably went around and slobbed these people I was like hey can you come out and tell them it's going to be good so Tochi <laughs> who voiced Leonardo sit, came out in support and Judith Ho came out in support if you gotta do all that dude, your film is probably yeah. Peter, Laird, Peter, Peter Laird expressed his thoughts on the changes asking fans to take Bay's advice and wait until more of Bay's plans is made available
1: and then Laird was he, just
2: hey. like fuck this movie <laughs> yeah Laird was like look just give me my money so I can go buy some more macaroni and Yeah. (laughs) Eastman stated that he had been invited behind the scenes in the film and concluded that he was officially on board with the project and that although he couldn't say much he believed it would be awesome Corey Feldman who voiced Donatello in the first and third film voiced his support of the film saying he loves Bay's remake and he is eager to reprise his role
1: he just wants to get work that's what it is
2: he just wants work so (laughs) that last yeah (laughs) Turtles would be rendered by it says he did distress on the ooze itself and this background in the original comic, reminding that the ooze was the product of alien technology. In regards to how the turtles would be rendered, Leibsman would not say exactly that the visual direction would be taken, but he did stated that he enjoyed Weta's digital, who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Weta is owned by... Who owns that? I do. Peter Jackson and Richard Taylor. Oh. Yep. Yeah, so anyway, they came out with this movie, And it fucking sucks. (laughs) There we go. Is that the synopsis? Oh, yes. It came out. There's really nothing else to say about it. Let me tell you what Michael Bay did. Michael Bay destroyed... I don't want to say the word I want to say because it's...
1: Destroyed your childhood?
2: No, I was (laughs) going (laughs) to say something else, but I don't want to be insensitive, but he really just massacred people's childhood because it makes money. Same thing with Transformers. Like, Transformers, the first one that came out, I was like, okay, this is kinda cool, the direction they're going. But, let us go to Transformers 2, and then they had the mud flapping skid, those two fucking shucking and jiving fucking Transformers. And I was just like, man, this movie can tuck my dick. (laughs)
3: This is gonna give me a heart attack, I swear. You guys still need to talk, alright, so. And mud flap. What are we going to do with this shrimp taco? Yeah, not in my trunk. I'm hearing you, okay? I'm right here, and I can hear you. No one's popping any caps in any asses, okay?
2: I've had a hell of a
3: day. Why don't you get a haircut with your bitch ass? That was a sensitive.
2: Yeah, dude, <laughs> be, but you have to see the... Dude, how the fuck do you have two blackface fucking Transformers? How the fuck? I didn't see that. I didn't
3: see that. It's uh, pretty bad. But I heard mudflaps and skips.
2: Mudflaps and skips are speaking in quote unquote jive, and one of them has a gold fucking tooth. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here! Like this, this is a kids mafia. Yeah, like dude, it blew me away. It blew me away. I was so offended.
1: I brought it up too, like, one of the reasons, like, Michael Bay, I don't know what the fuck he had in his head, but Bruckheimer was the one that kind of wheeled him in, I think, when they did work together, because all of his 90 films were, you know, like, you have Bad Boys, he was part of that, like, all these other movies, Armageddon, what else, even Pearl Harbor, kind of, I don't know, Bruckheimer, maybe, I'm not sure, but... Yeah, he just, like, I don't know, he just, he is worse for every fucking franchise ever. The first Transformers was okay, but everything else Michael Bay touches after that fact, I think he is just, he was hoping to get more viewers, like, get new viewers new kids in it and i don't i think our generation is attached to the turtles more so than any other generation will be absolutely because because
3: yeah. like because of the organic way it came exactly about. Yes, the best review so. i just read
2: for this movie <laughs> kyle smith of the new york post gave the film one out of four stars saying the comedy action mashup is as weird as if the dark knight took a break From belting the Joker to plug Pizza Hut and bang out hip-hop beats on his nunchucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, because it was just unnecessary. It was a lot of stuff that was unnecessary for that movie. Like... The movies Bay makes, and he has stated it before, is for 13-year-old boys. He doesn't make it for the fans. He makes it for these kids who are just becoming fans. Yep. Like, oh, let's go see Ninja Turtles. parents are like, oh, nostalgia. And then they go in there and they're like, oh, my nostalgia just got bent over and fucked in the ass. What the fuck? <laughs> so that's what it is, dude. Like, So yeah, man, it just sucks, dude. Like, I really hated it. I feel like the direction he went was unnecessary. They really wanted to make humanoid turtles, rather than just turtles that were, you know, fucking turtles yeah. that that grew into a certain size. Like, I really feel that that was unnecessary, what they did. And then the fact that they're tied to April because they used to be her pets. I'm like, yeah, are those you dumb serious, as shit. Clark? Yeah. Like, dumb that defeats the purpose. That defeats the purpose. Like, why? You know? I was and gonna say
1: like well i'll let you finish your thought but like after uh, yeah. after the- we speak about it go ahead
2: i'm sorry i was just gonna say that accolades that it got at the 35th golden raspberry awards worst picture worst picture remake ripoff or sequel worst director worst screenplay worst supporting actress and megan fox won that one so i think that's <laughs> rightly deserved
3: oh congratulations
2: 2015 man. kids choice awards will arnett was nominated as a favorite movie actor, which I thought for him to play Vern, which is like her cameraman, like if you remember from the cartoon series, Vern was like this foppish like guy. He had black hair. He wore a pink shirt. Yeah. Like in the cartoon series, like Vern was always running. So Vern was like her crush in this movie. I just felt like that was unnecessary. Like they added way too much shit to this. And fuck, man, fuck that movie. Like only thing I liked about that franchise dude was the sequel. The sequel, when they came out with, I can't even control my body, man. Like, I'm so goddamn mad that that movie came out. Like... (laughs) Well, what that, I was gonna say is, let's focus on the positive, not of Be-bop that movie. Rocksteady, <laughs> <end>. No, that's, <laughs> right.
1: I wasn't even gonna say that. Nothing is positive
3: I was about ask, that movie. Well, out of all the movies, which movie was you, you know, you guys' favorite? Okay, so, all
2: the so the originals and the CG. Yeah, out of all of
1: them. Um, number one. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, see, say for me, I remember being in the theater and seeing the trailer mm-hmm. and flipping the fuck out. I think to the point where, like, I actually swore my dad, like, backhanded me a little bit you know like in the back of the head not <laughs> yeah. like open fist slap in the yeah. face and i was just so stoked on it and then also mm-hmm. just like so why i said like let's think of the positive not those fucking bay movies but going back like as kids it was a part of our culture it was a part yeah. of who we were we chose which ninja turtle we were like we spoke about that earlier yeah. we collected the comic books we got the toys and everything yeah. and You know, even if like we didn't get a ton of stuff, but I remember that the night we went to Target, my mom knew they were coming out and she took us there to each get which one we wanted.
3: Yes. Oh wow! And That's so I was awesome, like, I want
1: dude. Michelangelo, and my brother was like, I want Raphael, and because it was a way for us to, you know, kind of like play together and whatnot. Yeah. And we were obsessed for the longest time, and right around like, you know, those movies are going to stay with me for the rest of my life, and I hope to introduce and that my kids will enjoy them because they actually, holy shit, every time I show them like something CG related, you know, like anything like that, they enjoy the puppets and the live action stuff more yeah. than they do the CGI.
3: Isn't it? funny how they can just tell they don't know why yeah they can't probably vocally explain it to you but they can tell when something's
2: real and when something's oh yeah yeah you know yeah so
1: i would say jonathan what was your favorite
2: my favorite (laughs) is i'm sorry i was reading because i wanted to read a little more about bay before i
1: oh no i I was gonna say man get off yeah
3: listen to you little punk ass i mean what have not done for us except ding my ring say that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Cause I do. John just got a, just got a choir of boo. Yeah, like, dude, boo,
2: dude. dude like, oh, dude, like, I'm, I'm ready to spontaneously combust. But anyway, Don't number one that. was number one was my favorite. The reason yeah. why I like yeah. the reason why I like number one is because I told you guys before when the movie came out, I was a, a fan. You know, I had already had all the toys. I was super excited for this movie. And like I said, there was parts in it that were emotional without being sappy.
1: There was a lot of heart.
2: It was a lot of heart in it. Like you, the teens, when the, like at the end of the movie, when the Foot Clan is somewhat defeated and the teens come out of the warehouse or the sewer or wherever the hell they come from, the teens go back to their parents because there's another side story. Danny, who is the son of April O'Neil's boss, joins the foot. And Danny ends up speaking with Splinter. Splinter educates Danny, and Danny goes back to his dad. And his dad hugs him and like it, it, it was a lot of underlying stuff going on at that time and that movie was good man and it was good romance in there like the will they won't they with Casey Jones and April like they make out at the end and you know the turn like let's go Casey you know like it was yeah, yeah you know like <laughs> that's it and when they finally do the cut and they're coming up with their catchphrase and Splinter is like I've always liked Cowabunga and then they do the cow up and it ends and... Freeze frame. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. freeze frame. Like, yo, man, you can't and beat that. What's so funny about it,
3: I forget that movie came out in 1990. It always felt like an 80s company. Yes, Maybe- yes. That's another reason yeah. why I can kind of look back at it. And it didn't shy away from
2: nostalgically. It. And it didn't shy <laughs> no. it didn't yeah. shy away from that because it showed a lot of robberies, people. You know, I have a theory about New York cuz I was like, New York should be the in the fictional sense, New York should be the safest fucking city in any comic because all superheroes are stationed in New York. Oh, the yeah, turtles are the turtles are in the sewers. Fantastic Four is in New York. X-Men are in upstate New York. Fucking Ghostbusters are in New York. I said it. They have everything fucking covered. Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil Luke and uh, Hell's <laughs> Kitchen. I was like, it's no goddamn way New York should be, be that That's where that,
3: that hero theory constant yeah. that comes into question. Yeah. Do the heroes bring the villains or do the villains bring the heroes? That's a
2: good point. And I think what it is, is like it goes to it goes to Batman Begins. Batman mm-hmm. starts fighting crime. People are like, OK, you know that that when that point that ending was perfect. Not showing the Joker and just showing a playing card. The card. Hell And yeah. oh, and, and Gordon is like, you got another villain who's into theatrics just like you. And they showed a card, and he's like, I'm going to go check it out. Like, I thought that was a great ending, man. It
3: was like the birth of
2: Supervillain. Yeah, yeah, yes, like, yes,
3: yes. <laughs> Teddy crime was gone, yeah, but yeah. now there's Supervillain.
2: Like, we can talk about Batman another time, but fuck, man. Like, rest in peace to Heath Ledger. But his intro, his introduction in that movie just gave me fucking chills, man. Like, oh, yeah. That guy was, you know, and though he played a villain, we talked this weekend about Chadwick Boseman, about actors who encompass a role that just changes things. Like, Heath Ledger should also be mentioned in that because his interpretation just blew me away and the theory behind who he really was really engulfed me because there's a theory that he was an iraqi war vet that's what made him so
3: the joke yeah yeah
2: yeah, there's a theory that he was an iraqi war vet and that when he mentions you know when i say a humvee of soldiers are going to blow up nobody panics But if you say one little mare is going to be killed then everybody loses their mind, the theory is is that he was an Iraqi war vet. That's how come he was able to take that ass kicking that Batman gave him in the interrogation. But anyway, I just thought, like you said, I believe what you said. You bring a hero, the villains are going to come because somebody's going to want to try it. Can I take this guy down? Like, remember Blank Man? When he started coming up, and then that guy came and killed their aunt or grandmother? Like, it, yeah. it took Blank Man to bring that other dude. Out.
1: Or, like, Orgasmo?
2: Oh, my God. That, 1999?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Where he shoots him in
1: the dick so many times, and then he ends up becoming, uh, what? what's the villain's name? I can't remember. Ballbuster or something? Or,
2: like
3: that was uh, Man? south park creator yeah uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah i love that film <laughs> so
2: i do but that's a good theory dude like i think the hero is what brings the villains out but absolutely for the turtles shredder was already established or oroku saki was already established because you know another thing that brings villains out is a tragic backstory Tragedy tends to breed hate. Like look, Darth Vader, for instance. You know, the loss of his mother and many other little things. You know, Hayden Christensen fucked that role up.
3: And the best thing about all of this shit is you guys still collect the toys, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that's when we talk about nostalgia. That is not just oh yeah, I remember I used to watch it. It's, that a, show. it's yeah. visual, oh, man, We're still yeah. yeah.
1: It's visual. <laughs> it's auditory. It's physical it, too.
2: Like it matters because. For me and for many fans and for you guys as well, it gives you some, I can look at, like I'm in my office now and I I have all that stuff. You guys seen it. For me, I can look at my stuff and be like, wow, you know, I remember this, this, and this happening. Like it takes you back like on a mini fucking trip. Like, yo, I I remember playing with this or seeing this scene of the movie, you know, it's crazy. I had a, my son had his friend over and he came in here and he was looking at this stuff and he had no idea other than Ninja Turtle what it was. But I have some NECA gremlins, NECA made gremlins, the action figures. And he looked up there and he didn't know what a gremlin was. He was like, wow. He said, I didn't know that Yoda came in all those different shapes and oh, I really? just died laughing dude like he thought those gremlins were yodas and I was like yo man those are gremlins do yourself a favor and watch a movie you know like it's it's John's terrifying as you <laughs> yeah. well you know what gremlins gremlins came out now that's another question you know like it's and we can say this for another episode but is gremlins a Christmas movie or not? Yeah. Like Die Hard. Was that
3: set in Christmas? I don't remember. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It was? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember.
3: Because okay, when
1: people ask that. me about Die Hard, I'm like, no, it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah.
2: What? Yeah. yeah. Gremlin. It's a Christmas it's movie. Not a Christmas movie. took place during sure Christmas. Is. Maybe two. Phoebe Cates. <laughs> phoebe case talks about her father getting trapped in the chimney and that's how she knew santa wasn't real then they poked fun of it in the second gremlins because she's about to tell another story and they're like hey we don't have time for this like <laughs> that's the one that kian Peel was like you know what if we had like
1: a spider a spider a, gremlin
2: a spider gremlin and she's like put it in the film. film. Like, like, what if we had a gremlin that, he's like, just get the creative juices flowing. He's like, what if we had a smart gremlin? Are you talking about a smart gremlin that speaks all nice like and has on glasses? Put it in the The film. film. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy, the original producer is like, no like stop
1: <laughs> stop stop talking stop saying yeah, it and it, <laughs> and it all
2: gets added in the film dude like it's so crazy dude
1: yeah Shit. but for yeah. for right now yeah that's basically it for the ninja turtles
2: one yes. of our so we all agree the first one was the, yeah. best. the first one is the best yeah one. you don't you don't miss that's kind of like would you say the karate kid that the first one will always be the best right there's no coming back in it. same thing like with terminator like the first one will be the best well no just Judgment Day would probably uh, be the know. best part one. Two. <laughs> Judgment Day would probably be the best one, man. Yeah, part 2 was yeah, great. They waited too long to bring Linda Hamilton back. They should have brought her back much sooner. I
3: didn't even see that one. Yeah. Was that good?
2: Not really, man. I'm, I, I oh, stopped okay. watching. James Cameron is like another guy that I'm like, "Yo, man, you know, I know you so funny." Avatar? Didn't... You
3: didn't love Avatar. Avatar
2: was good. We won't, really? see, we won't see another one for another 40 years. Like, it's taking up forever. Yeah, no one cares I anymore. That's that, the man. thing. Yeah. Just- yeah, you know what, man? I don't like when when they do that. Like, for instance, when Sin City came out in 2005, and I know a lot of people hasn't seen Sin City. Frank Miller's Sin City, do yourself a favor and watch it. The comic book series or graphic novel is really good. It's really hard-boiled. It's one of those things that takes you off the beaten path. I really liked it. Sin City, when the movie came out, I had no idea about the comic. The way that movie was shot was fantastic. They didn't turn a comic book into a movie; they turned a movie into a comic book. The paneling, Mm. the silhouettes—I really enjoyed it. Fast forward ten years, they come out with a Dame to Kill for. Nobody gave a fuck at that point.
1: Yeah, like it didn't
2: do good at all. Like I was just like, I liked it, but I was like, why did they wait so fucking long?
1: Avatar will not do well. No one gives a shit. Good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I hated the first yeah, one. Yeah. The first you one. You didn't was, like it? I almost fell asleep. It was I dumb as shit. Y'all <laughs> didn't like it? Dancing with wolves? It's dances with, dances with wolves. Dances with
1: wolves. Ferngully. The smurfs. Yeah. smurfs.
2: Ferngully, yes, yes, dude. Like, best thing about Ferngully was Robin Williams and Tim Curry. Yes. That was it.
1: Alright, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>
0: <Awesome. Verdacious. laughs> the Gnarly, radical, <laughs> yeah, totally was too Wicked, um, hellacious, mega. I have always liked Kawabanga. Huh? Kawabanga! <laughs> I
1: made a (laughs) money! Hey guys, it's Aaron. You think you could do me a big fave? Wherever you're listening to this right now, rate and subscribe. Find new episodes where you listen to podcasts, and look for us on all the social media sites and Gmail at After School Special Podcasts at Gmail, After School Special Podcasts at Instagram and Facebook, and After School SPE three on Twitter.
2: Oh, he's dead. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Levan. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> Aaron, I was choking yeah, his, hey, in his water.
2: I just that up, man. Was I, it high cholesterol? It's, inc- it's crusty and lusty.